some. Huh? Makes you wonder if you're saved, don't it? Grown folks, huh? huh? Where's your prayer done gone? Where's your joy done gone? How old is it, Larry? How old is that fella? Five year old. Ready. Ready to give an answer. Ready to pray. Ready to rejoice. Ready. <laughs> My word. Boy, that brings a whole new light that be ye all so ready. My word. Here we are grown. Doesn't say we've been saved for 25 years. Somebody asks you to pray. Almost gives us a heart attack, don't it? You see him jump on it. Like grain on grass. What I'm talking about, Brother Sammy. Give him another hand clap. He done a wonderful job. Amen. This morning, this morning, thank you again for the folks that's prayed for the service today. We're going to be talking about the heart. Boy, we have really been in depth about the heart. In Proverbs chapter 4, we're going to be there in verse 23 to 27. It's certainly not my intention to keep you long. It's not even my intention to turn any cartwheels or jump up high. It's not my intention. I can't do nothing about the Spirit of the Lord, but it's not my intention. But my intention is, is to kind of get you on this path of what happens when God saves. Larry, as I think about over in Ezekiel, the favorite verse that we have, says that when we get saved, he, he takes out that stony heart. Y'all ever been around somebody with a stony heart? Boy, I tell you what, I had one. Well, what I'm saying about stony, yes, I've been around folks had bad attitudes. I've, I've been around folks didn't like nobody. I've been around folks like that. But listen, I can remember when my heart was not receptive to the things of God. But I tell you what, it don't take much for me anymore. You know, if, you, if you're a person that likes to maybe be around a speedboat or somebody, somebody brings that up, you can get in tune with that. You know about it. Something about a horse, somebody talk about a certain brand, you can get in tune with that. You know about it. You're a mechanic, somebody talk about a motor, you can get in tune with that because you know about it. But praise God. When God saved you, he put something inside of you. So when the things of the Lord come around, you can get in tune with it. Somebody give God a hand clap. Boy, I like the old song says, I know the Lord will make a way for me. If I do the holy work, shine the wrong and do the right. I know the Lord. My mama would sing that song around the house. She'd say, I know the Lord. We'll make a way in the kitchen. Wasn't I blessed? I said, wasn't I blessed? She'll be in here tonight probably. She'll be pushing that little stroller. She'll be around here. They have to make her go home. If she's around here, she'll be here. Hey, Amen. But after church tonight, we're going to have some finger food. So you just bring something we need with a finger. And uh, to explain that to you, we're going to be playing some games. We're just going to fellowship one with another, have a good time. And if you old and wore out, you can't, you can't stay long. So you, you do what you want to do. Now, I know some folks don't tell me. I, I'm here to tell you, I, I'm around folks of 75, got more life than some of these 35. Huh? It's all in your heart. It's all got to do with your heart. You ever seen somebody that's older than they 20 years older than you are, and you think, good Lord, it's all got to do with heart. Oh, oh in the Bible, over in, in, uh, it said, uh, you know, Joshua said, you choose you this day whom you're going to serve. It's all got to do with heart. It's a choice. Today's a day of salvation. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Knock, and the door shall be opened to you. You know, what's the other one? 
Seek him and you'll find him. It's all got to do with heart. It's all got to do with this morning what you, what you seek in your mind that you want to do. What you want to be excited about tomorrow, I tell you something comes through, it won't take long. But thank God that he put something in us. Heart. If you'll confess with your mouth, but if you've got to believe in your heart. It's a place that's a heart is a thing that's, that's locked in there. It's so important to us as a makeup of a body. I can remember Brother Charles Walker. They took his heart out of his body. They had to put a valve in it to get it back pumping. They took that heart out and they, 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 they worked on that thing and they, they set it back in there. The heart is what pumps. It's the, it's, it's the water pump of everything. It's a source that's pumping everything. See a mind. Somebody makes up the mind. I remember one time we had this guy in the church and he had a liking to this young lady that was single. He was single. He come in here with a ring. His elevator didn't go. Cable was short for sure. He said, today I'm going to get saved. And today, I'm going to ask somebody to marry me. His intent in his mind was he was going to impress that young lady by doing something religious. And then that was going to get him the right to ask her to marry him. I come to tell you, it was just in his mind because didn't neither one of them things happen. It didn't happen. I want to ask you, do you just have a mind sense of the things of God? Do you just have a mind sense of the cross? Do you just have a mind sense of, of Jesus loves me? This I know for the Bible tells me so. Has it never, ever? I'm telling you, my friend, I don't want to get excited this morning. I, I'm trying my best. Listen, if it ever lands in your heart, where your treasure is, there's going to be your heart also. If it's saying about God how good he is, Ever lands in your heart, it's going to change everything that you know that is the man and everything that is in this world because there's no treasure like the treasure of knowing. Paul says, I know whom I have believed in. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed unto him. I done done it in my heart. Let me, uh, let me read this verse here. That's good. Said, it said, keep. Huh. Think about it. a few times this week. I don't look like it. I, I only exercise, so I, I told them the other night I've lost uh, around 2,000 pounds. I've just gained around 240. <laughs> Are you gaining any ground with Jesus? I mean, when you look back at last year, how the year started, if you look back at your faithfulness, if you look back at your giving, if you look back at, at your ministry, what you've done in the ministry, if you look back at your witness, if you look back what you had, your hands to spiritually, does God owe you anything? Huh? Does God owe us anything? Do we not all just... We just, we just get all caught up in what our heart's desires is and we just don't keep our heart together. On the day of Pentecost, they was in one mind, one accord. You know what that means? It means they all had the same heart. 
Now, let me share some with you. Keep thine heart. Look at his word. With all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. You know out of a heart will come a love for somebody. Out of a heart will come a concern for somebody. Out of a heart because of the way God made us or make us weep for somebody going through something. Out of a heart we see somebody even though we may be as men, we may be cold. But if it has to do with some baby or something, if they give that commercial just right, if, if you catch us just right, even though we're cold and we, we, just, we don't want to shed no tears or whatever, but if it ain't nobody else in the room and St. Jude or LeBron are just having to do a show enough good on a commercial, that old tear fall out your eye. I'm going to tell you something. When God breaks you, that's the moment I'm trying to get you to. With that kind of heart, to a heart that's broken, that, that you wouldn't want nobody to see you cry. You don't want nobody to see that side of you. But when you believe in your heart, it's a point in your heart where you're broken and it don't matter if you cry anymore. It don't matter if you rejoice no more. It don't matter if you praise no more. It don't matter if the whole world knows you done sold your soul out to Jesus. So that heart, out of the heart comes some good things. Amen. People just naturally good-hearted sometimes. I mean, they ain't as cold as what you think. They're, they're good-hearted. But out of the same heart, same heart is envy, strife. Yep, you got it, jealousy. Ah, malice. Just want to get back at somebody. Just want to run that mouth, just... Just, I mean, just trying your best just to destroy whoever you can. I, I try to remind folks over and over and over, you're not going to never get ahead by running somebody else down. That's not the makeup of the new heart that God gave you. You realize if it wasn't by the grace of God, I wouldn't been be in a place if it wasn't for the loving hand of God. I, I wouldn't live what I lived. I, I wouldn't drive what I drive. I wouldn't have no money in the bank. Now you imagine being in heaven when everybody in heaven knows all that already. Some when we land on the streets of gold, we're gonna know. Ain't gonna have no new spirit. I'm trying to get you one to get one here. You sitting there like a calf looking at a new gate. Let me tell you something. If you get in heaven, that's the same way you're going to look at him then. God slapped you upside your head before he let you stick your hands up after he done blessed you down here. And the Bible said, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. He said, I go away. And if I go, I'm going to put a comfort inside you so you can know who I am. So you... How in the world does a five-year-old boy stand there with that kind of boldness? Huh? Because he's a child. We get, a, we get older, we get stubborn. We forget about it. Apparently somebody doesn't remind him where his blessing doesn't come from, Brother Jason. Somebody doesn't remind him. Look at my word. I think about that song said, on Christ the solid rock, I'll stand all other ground is shaken safe. Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
Hey, you ain't missing but one thing. You ain't missing nothing but the Holy Ghost. You already know Jesus died on the cross. Let me tell you something. The devil knows Jesus died on the cross. You already know he was a son of God. I want you to know the devil knows he was a son of God. You already know that he rose from the grave. I come to tell you this morning that Satan right out in hell, he already knows that Jesus has rose from the grave. But I tell you something he ain't got. He ain't got that Holy Ghost of God. Oh, Brother Eddie, you just trying to get us excited. No, I'm trying to get you saved. I'm trying to get you to look into the author and the finish of our faith, the one who started all. He said, I'm the Alpha and I'm the Omega. I know it's the last day of the year, but he's still been good to me. He was good to me in January. He's good to me in December. I just thought of something. <laughs> Biggest New Year's resolution we'll make, you know, we're going to all go on to die, ain't we? Amen. Gained five pounds three years ago. Gained five pounds two years ago. Gained five pounds last year, and you gained five pounds this year. That puts you 20 pounds past where we were to start with. I was trying to rationalize a while ago why somebody wouldn't get up and praise him. I said, well, maybe they wearing last year's britches. Huh? Maybe you got a slim fit on this morning and you need a regular fit. Huh? But I'm going to tell you something about Holy Ghost kitchen you. It'll fit you just right. Because when I woke up this morning, I know there wasn't nobody but God. Now let me get back to this word, Brother Harris. You call time out if I get out of line. I'm playing. I'm counting on you now. Look here. It says, keep thy heart. Oh, Brother Eddie, that ain't very important. If I have time, I'll go over to Genesis. If I have time. In chapter 6, I believe it was. Didn't I tell you, Johnny? I believe it was in chapter 6. Let me tell you how important it is. Mm. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. We're talking about the heart. We're talking about guarding the heart. What we're talking about is you don't, if you don't guard the heart. Boy, ain't it something that God, when it talks about knowing him, he won't use that heart. I wonder why he didn't say just use your feet. Love me with all both your feet, with your hands, because he knew if it ever got to the heart. It controlled them feet. See? See, when you was in the world and you went boot scooting, that music, that's what your heart was. Huh? It didn't want to get your feet. It went all up your legs. Shut up. Huh? Oh, it did something to you. The Bible said you guard that. You guard that heart. You put a fortress around it. How'd I do that? 
Let me tell you something. It said, make your election sure. You know what I believe? I know them fancy preachers going to tell you, you ain't got to raise your hand and you ain't got to dance and you ever learning, but you ain't never come to truth. And here's what I'm going to tell you. If you can come up here and tell me that you can be saved without the spirit of the Lord living inside of you. And the Bible said that 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 same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lived inside of you. If you don't tell me you can be saved without the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost living inside of you, if you're going to tell me it's inside me, Brother Eddie, but it didn't remind me this morning who I belong to. It didn't remind me that I can't do nothing without him. It didn't remind me that he woke me up this morning. He's going to put me to bed tonight. Take that old Walmart Bible you got and come and tell me that the Bible said, let everything that hath breath praise him. You say, well, I ain't being Pentecostal and I don't like folks talking like that and I'm going somewhere else. Well, I ain't Pentecostal. I just happen to be headed to hell and I didn't deserve nobody's grace. I didn't deserve nobody's mercy, but God reached way down his hand. And he redeemed me by the blood of the lamb. I couldn't do good enough. I couldn't do enough good things. I couldn't go to church enough. I couldn't preach enough. I ain't no different this morning than a drunk that just walked into some church somewhere and realized he was on his way to hell and he just asked God to save him from his heart. I'm no different than that drunk. He was saved by the goodness of God. But I'm going to tell you something that drunk got now that he didn't have a few seconds ago. He got a Holy Ghost living inside him. You've been bought with a price. Your sins had to be bought and paid for. It's in the same verse. It said, no, you not, that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Well, I just didn't know God been good. Man, I understand. You can get out. You can get out. There's a way to get out. Said, Brother Ed, I don't get up for nothing. You out. You ain't supposed to. I, Brother Eddie, I, I can't raise my hands no more. Okay, you out. Brother Eddie, I, I don't have the mobility in my arms that God gave me at one time, but I ain't got it no more. I understand. All I'm talking to you is the folks that has got it this morning. Ain't it something inside of you that wants to praise God? We done been born again. A bird, you ain't going to make a bird stop being a bird. You ain't going to never see no bird, Brother Sammy, act like no dog. You ain't never in your life seen no bird up no tree barking like no dog. Huh. That dog that was wanting to chew Michael Earl's leg up, Sister Ann Banks said the dog named Sebastian. Said he wouldn't bite nobody. Said, what about your dog? She said, well, he ain't gonna hurt nothing. He just, he just a bark. Said, well, he done gnawed at my ankle twice back there. You know why? Because he was a dog. That dog ain't gonna be standing around hollering, tweet, 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 you hear me? And I understand when we was a dog. I mean, the Bible said we ain't like a dog. We ain't like a dog that forgets where his blessings come from. We ain't like a dog that, I know. You wanna go to the first fridge door, see? If we'd have went to church somewhere else that had three points and a poem, and we wouldn't have to put up with all this mess. You take that old Bible you're looking down at, all that learning you get, if you die without the Holy Ghost of God, if you can sit down here on earth 
The Bible said, however a tree falls as wet lays. I don't, look here, if you know you've been saved, you just don't understand yet. I don't know if you need to take you a class or whatever. We'll get your mobility where you can. We'll get you realizing you can move them legs a little bit better. Hey, it ain't important. I'm going to tell you something. All you are, the Bible said you ever learned all your life, but you ain't experienced the real thing of God. You up and down in everything you've done. Like I said a while ago, look here. You ain't going to never give. You ain't going to never tithe. You're going to run your mouth. You're going to do all them things. You ain't going to never have the sense to know what keeps things going. You'll never be faithful. You'll have an excuse for everything you're doing, but you'll be the first one who wants to have a Bible study somewhere. You better get saved. Yeah. You better get saved. Because he said, I bought you. And when I bought you, I, I put my Holy Ghost off inside of you. He don't ever leave me. That first, very first person that says, that says, look here, I believe in once saved, always saved. I do too. I believe once you got the Holy Ghost, you'll always have the Holy Ghost. If you could shout it by the down on the altar when you got saved, you ought to still be able to shout about it. I'm trying to get rid of some folks, Brother Harris. There ain't no business going nowhere. It's going to let nobody work and hang around when they ain't got no intention, Brother Carl, of helping you. You know what the Bible said about folks that's dead? He said, let the dead bury the dead. Son, I'd rather have 40 people show up to work they want to put their hand to a shovel and a rake to rake some leaves, to mulch some flower beds, to put their hands on a backhoe, to grab a jackhammer, to have 140 and eight of them telling them 40, we ain't got to do it this way. I'm telling you, if there ever was a time you need to put your hand to the plow, the Bible said a man that put his hand to the plow looking back ain't fit for the kingdom of heaven. Well, I, I ain't even going to say it. Let me tell you about the heart. My okay read so far? Amen. The heart. And God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. He looked at the heart. See? You got that Bible in your hand. You can't even look this way. You're trying to read you something else. When you go to a football game, if you're a football fan, when they kick that ball and you need one point, huh? When, when you need one more touchdown and they running with it, your head ain't down. Let me tell you something. You know what the Bible says? Look into the hills which cometh thy help. Thy help cometh from the Lord. You know what? You know what God's going to do right here? He said every intention of the heart. Look here. It was continually and it done got wicked. Let me just read some more to you right there. Look how blessed I am. 59. I may not do it two months from now. Praise God I did it one time. You wait till you get 59. Huh? Come on now. Come on. Got to keep it loosed up a little bit. Chris, I believe about the only way some of these folks would shout. Well, let me say it this way. About the only way let me tell a story. David Ray, my first cousin, his mama, his, his daddy and my daddy were brothers. That made us first cousin. 
I just didn't know, Brother Harris. And so we was playing. And Reed, we got up under the vanity, and there was some chocolate candy. Of all things, the chocolate candy was in the medicine box. It was, it was X-Lax -la, X chocolate candy. Can you imagine two little fellas with chocolate over all over the mouth? And we got to wipe it off. Somebody know we done got that chocolate candy. Somebody had stored secretly up under that vanity. Now we removed the evidence I'm preaching to you. <laughs> <laughs> I said we removed the evidence, me and David Ray. We removed the evidence from a face. You could look at us and you couldn't tell that we done been in that chocolate candy. But it didn't take very long <laughs> because that's what it was designed to do. Scripture said in him we live and move and have our being. I come to tell you, it wasn't very long. Something with the moving inside both of us. <laughs> in him we live, move, live. Listen to me. That's by the grace of God. In him we live and we have our being. That's in the identity we have in the grace of God. The identity that we are. We're absolutely perfect in the eyes of God. Not in the eyes of man. Not that we conquer. Not that we got it going on. But by a childlike faith, we trusted Jesus. He put the Holy Ghost inside of us. Look at in Him we live. In Him we have an identity. But I'll tell you one thing. There's a move in your spirit that you know he's ever present. Right. Every time you get blessed, yes. you done walked in here with babies that ain't nothing wrong with them. They ain't even walking with a limp. You ain't never had to spend not one night at the Bonner or St. Jude either one. God done been good to you, done blessed you. You living in a home, it's got heat and air in it. It's got a cooling system in it. You got running water in it. Got three or four commodes inside that thing. Shut your mouth. Sit down a minute. I ain't even going to sell that. I ain't going to tell what I was thinking the other day. Yes, I am. You know I can't tell you what I'm going to tell. I was sitting on the pot the other day. Can you imagine that? I'm teaching you something. And I was just wondering, who in the world invented toilet paper? Such a blessing. <laughs> Donna, what are you shaking your head for? You know you want a real preacher. You ain't going to be happy. You ain't going to be happy when you get over and they ain't real. I said, ain't it a blessing? I'm going to go some further. You know the reason why? Because that little boy, several times I got caught out in the woods and all I had was some leaves. You ever tried that? 
What about some newspaper? They had some good paper. I said, I wonder who in the world invented it. Now listen to me. Just like you thinking this preaching don't make no sense. That's because you ain't never been with the leaves before. You ain't never been with the newspaper before. You know the reason why folks can't understand about shouting? You know why I understand people can't understand about excitement in Jesus? You know why they can't get happy about the things of God? You know why this morning they just ain't blowed away? I thought about my word. That song we start off with, I'll fly away. Oh, glory, I'll fly away. I thought about how bad we are. Look here, the only reason why we're going to heaven is because of the shed blood of Jesus. That's the only way we're going. And I'm going to tell you one thing. Say, Brother Sammy, you, you have something on the rest of them folks maybe down at Little Rock when you had that heart attack. Huh? Yeah. Look here, we done tore up Little Rock down there. I, I was by the other day going to Conway, that same place. Every time I make that loop going by there, I remember that hospital. I remember all y'all when you was in the hospital. I see, when I look out here, I, I remember what you prayed for. I, I remember you got what you wanted. David said, don't forget his benefits. I, I done remembered what you needed. I, I done remembered what you got, and you got what you wanted. I done remember when the world encountered you out. But there wasn't nobody but the Lord who was on your side. David said, if it had not been for the Lord on my side. Well, I ain't going back to no church that they're going to be talking about sitting on no pot. Well, I'm going to tell you something. The Bible said all your goodness, everything you could come up with, he said it's just like dung. It's like horse manure. But I'm going to tell you one thing. They took a vinegar rag when my Savior that hung on a cross, you want to tell me I can't get excited? He hung on a cross after they done put some spears in his side. Look here, the last thing they did was that they put some thorns on his head. They done drove nails in his hands and feet. And the precious Son of God, the King of kings, the Lord of glory, because he loved me so much. I ain't talking about some poor boy down here on the other side of town. I'm talking about the King of kings and the Lord of glory done left the splendor of heaven. He become low and so we become high. He become down so we can get up. Look here. He was everything that's everything. Hung on that cross said, I thirst. And the best they had was old rag. A nasty rag that come out of the filthiest place that you could think. And just to mock him one more time. They wiped that nasty rag across my Savior's lips. If it's ten innings, that was the ninth inning, Brother Sammy. Everybody was keeping score, Brother Sister Carol. They thought it was just about over. But all of a sudden, in all the agony, see, it hung on that cross. He called out to his Heavenly Father. He said, my God, my God. You want to tell me you ain't supposed to shout? You want to tell me you too pretty? I'm going to tell you your problem is you too ashamed. If you're one of my church folks that I done loved on, 
I done been to the hospital with you. I better not show up at a ball game one of the days you got your hand up for nothing. I'm going to go and ask you what you're doing. Huh? I'm going to ask you what you're doing. I'm going to ask you what you're doing. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you what. I, I don't care what kind of fan you are, but I'm going to tell you one thing. If you can get them hands up for anything else, I believe you'd be cursing God to come in church and not put your hands up for God. I believe you'd be cursing God to run over there and get excited for something else. Come to the house of the Lord. What they didn't know, Brother Sammy, down in Little Rock, that upon that table, the Lord didn't see fit to let you live. Mm -hmm. He said it's time to go. All right. They would have come in there, and them the doctors, you'd have been laying there. Somebody would have come in there with your family. So we pronounced him dead. But I think I'd have had to say, wait a minute. I don't think so. <laughs> he just absent. Somebody help me now. Somebody knows a little bit about a King James Bible. I know everybody ain't preaching out of them no more. But that word absent, I don't know about the others. They may have another word, but in that King James, it's said to be absent from his body and to be present with the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm excited when I die, I ain't dead. <laughs> It meant so much to God. We ain't going to finish this because it'd take the three o'clock this afternoon. And I'm smiling now. I ain't serious. I was a while ago. So then God saw the weakness of man was great on the earth. What's going to happen with this country? I wrote down this morning as I was talking to Johnny Wayne also. I said, every Muslim is going to have a chance. Everybody that's bowed down to Buddha is going to have a chance. But I'm going to tell you something. Everybody that was ever born in West Tennessee also is going to have a chance. Now, if you don't like the fact that the Muslim is going to have a chance and you mad at God for giving the chance, you're going to go to hell and you'll die without Jesus. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm real strict about what I think about things. Folks come over this country. I don't mess about on football deal. That's, that's the biggest shame. Yeah. I'd be like saying I ain't going to Mama's house no more because... I'm serious. I'm just telling you, I'm serious about stuff like that. I'm serious about people come over here and they, they don't think we ought to have the right to read this Bible to our children. And, and, and they come over here, they get all warped in their mind and they want to take prayer out of the school and things like that. I, I'm real serious about that. I'm not saying that to be shy. I'm just letting you know. He's going to give everybody that was ever born a time. I ain't talking about walking down the aisle. I ain't talking about just pray with your mind. I ain't talking about just believe in your mind. But he's going to give you a time in life somewhere that you can believe in your heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. He died. He was buried. And he rose. And look here now. Look here. Listen to me right here before you go to shouting. Now it's stuck off in a point in you that it can't be retrieved. It can't be redone. It can't be undone because you done believed it in your heart. It's gonna been stuck off in a place. The Bible said that's why I said we sealed until the day of redemption. That's a part of the heart that hell can't get to. The devil can't get to. The demons can't do. Even if you're leaving this morning, because I don't want to go to church. I'm going to tell my mama to shout. 
right before you leave, surely you could have raised your hand to that. Let me finish. I just want to make it clear about the heart. Where's your heart at? Where's your heart really? That's where your treasure is. Tell you about the heart. Every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created, created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and every creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented him. It said, it said, it repented me that I have made them. Let me tell you something. Everything was ever known to civilization, to civilization. He wiped it out. You know why? Because it didn't have no heart. A lot of horses start off in a race read. A lot of horses are called, carried to cutting events like you're thinking of. Boy, and they sit down and they shake the ground for a little while. Right at the end, when you need to mark that last cow, they lose heart. That's why the Bible says, we'll give you a little loop right here. Just maybe. Just maybe you did get saved. Maybe you did. Maybe God blessed you a little bit. You don't wear overalls every day. Maybe you got more than one pair of slippers in your closet. Two pair of blue jeans. Thank God you got them. And in the midst of God blessing you like that, you got a little pretty. Pride. Ego. You know, you know something I hate. I don't like two-faced. Chad, I don't like two-faced. Our folks get up and sang, leave me out of it. Sit there. You same folks that ain't even stood up. I can get one of y'all's favorite gospel singers. There's Renee. No, let me leave you out of it too, Renee. Let's use Kaylee. She's diligent also. And she gets up there and sings a song. And you sit your tail right there, but I can bring your kind. That's caused. It's in your mind. It ain't in your heart. Goes back to that Sunday school lesson. You worship in a person rather than the creator of all things. He created it all. He breathed air in a man. He become a living soul. And all I want to say is, how you doing in your heart? Brother, I got a clothes, Michael. I know it. You ever get this thing in your heart? It'll be okay if they call you a holy roly. It'll be okay if they call you a fanatic. The only reason why you ain't called, you don't know where your blessings come from. If you get up this morning, you go, go to count the things you could do without him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you drive them... If you're driving to church this morning, you've seen up in the clouds. <laughs> he done dropped the cloud down. I ain't talking about no airplane done coming, bloats and smoke. I'm talking about he done wrote, said, this is Jesus talking. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's in blood red, and that thing just splattered out there. So if you don't praise me this morning, 
I ain't letting you in. The Bible says if you're ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed of you. All I'm telling you this morning, you better guard that heart. You better see what's precious to you and whatever's precious to you, you better give it what is due. I said what is due. Romans 12, it said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, we're going to have the invitation. You plan, they plan. They plan. Amen. Brother Jalen said, I'd play that invitation for you. He said, it's getting a little sad. <laughs> they want to pick it up. I don't care. Brother Harris was saved when he got saved. It was either Sunday night or Wednesday night. Alice McClanahan up here, I just want to encourage you this morning that if you've been told you've got some kind of terminal illness or somebody you love has and you think it ain't no hope, I remember when they told Miss Alice I did a lot of work for her and Mr. Ed McClanahan, one of the first jobs I've ever done was for them. And uh, so anyway, Miss Alice come. She come on a Wednesday night. Didn't have no piano player. She come to the piano, Jacob. Carl, you was there. She went to playing. I said, what in the world is that woman playing? I didn't have a clue. Brother Harris, Spirit of God, and got a hold of Brother Harris. He come, gave his life to Jesus, sitting in one of them 10 chairs. I'll never forget it. Remember them 10 chairs, Carl? Back then, we had those old metal brown chairs. If you got saved, we, we say, carry that chair home with you. Yeah, right. Carry it in co-op with you tomorrow. Make somebody ask you about the chair. <laughs> so that's my Bethel right here. This is where I was sitting in when God got a hold of me. Brother Harris come, gave his life to Jesus. I don't know who else was saved. I don't know. We just hit town. Holy Ghost was due to a whole lot of folks. And I said, Miss Alice, what was that? She said, Brother, you, you ain't going to believe this. She was playing Climbing Jacob's Ladder. I, I didn't even know what it sounded like or nothing, Brother Benny. But I tell you what, when God goes tugging your heart, it ain't really going to matter. But I sure do thank you for Jalen to say, I'll just get over and play something for you if you want me to. Give him a hand clap for being willing. Let's stand. Let's go and stand to our feet right here. Lord, Lord, as people are coming to the 